0: When do we depart? Yeah, that's good. He can't say yes to that. Tomorrow evening. What, t- tomorrow evening? Yes. You will need to
1: provide the captain with the Kaiser Shell Pearls.
0: Okay, you see there's, there's a small problem there. We don't have those, and I have no idea what they are.
1: <laughs> you may have to fight the denizens of the water for their share.
0: Also. Oh, also
2: someone already has these
1: i don't like the sound of that
2: all right new plan we get five to six pearls sell them off and then go (laughs) take the lunker out. i think it ate my foot
0: (sighs) i don't want to have to kill these things but if they do any more damage they're gonna all have to die
1: Welcome back, foundlings to another episode of The Gate Chronicles. This is Chronicle one chapter sixty five I do have a title for this one. I was thinking of calling it a mighty squeakening because I thought that was really cute anyway. So my name is Emily. I am your game master host, a writer of this series and um troubadour. Tra- tra- Troubadour? I don't even know what that is anymore. (laughs) Really awkward. Anyway, I am joined at my table today, by my two only players. Go ahead and introduce yourselves.
2: Hi,
0: I'm Quentin Ott, and today I'll be playing Selrak, the entity of unknown age and origin, currently awakened after lying dormant in this vestige for far too long.
2: And I'm the other player... Jaden, who plays Finavir Avere, the fearless merchant. With a fervor for fair trade, he forges friendships and cherishes family. Fueled by a fiery spirit, fearless Fearlessly fulfills his fateful journey. This alliteration was brought to you by JetGPT, not sponsored.
1: Oh, before I forget. Thank you to Alex for giving us a rating on Spotify. My players now have increased their relic capacity by one. They can carry now carry four. four relics. Without penalty.
2: Through the power of inspiration and character growth and also five-star ratings.
1: There is a limit, though. I'm going to say like 10 is at most.
0: Oh, we can carry 10.
2: You you got to give us five-star rating. I'm going to that, call that's, everyone that's, and my grandma.
1: That's the most... Or else, then we're losing, missing out on the amazing relic table.
2: There's only so much radiation one body can absorb before it just starts going, Ah, eh, nah.
1: Um, let's get started. Otter's Holt. What was potentially the most relaxing environment the party ventured to turned out to be surprisingly one of the most dangerous locations, or rather, not so much surprising as it is terrifying, and less so the location itself, but instead its denizens. Fighting tooth and claw, the party faces off against the Star Eyes in an attempt to obtain a collection of red geyser shell pearls that they need to secure their passage to Wolf's Lodge. Of course, like the players who refuse to pronounce certain key terms the correct way, we also refuse to refer to Star Eyes as what they are telekinetic, waterbending otters. So we pick back up with our heroes who are in dire straits. Their health is low, the star-eye avatar has appeared, and a dark being controls Charles Smoot. Let's go from Finavir's perspective. Finevere, as you are standing on top of this cliff above this hot spring area, you see two very distinctive figures. One, a giant black mass of some sort of liquid that is flowing around Charles Smoot's body, a large and terrifying creature... And in front of you, almost directly in your line of sight, standing atop this cliff with you, you see a mixture of flowing water and otters swimming around inside of it, all culminating together into what appears to be a giant water otter.
2: Benavir has hit his limit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a limit? Oh, so oh yeah. A limit, no, his too? limit of nonsense and just overkill things that are outside of his ability to interact with on a reasonable scale. Uh, Benavir is gravely running away. <laughs> Didn't you just run away to get up here? I he did. I did. Uh, well, you know, he, he did get closer to keep an eye on Smoot just in case he had to, like, you know, intervene. But, you know. Giant, I don't know anything, Voltron Otter. That's what that I'll call it.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: Is it his turn?
1: Um, I'm going to say because we've entered into phase two of this combat, we're actually going to re-roll our initiative. Gentlemen, please roll your initiatives.
2: 17 for Charles Smoot. 15 for Finnevere. Very powerful initiative. Man, like what both. the
1: heck happened in this entire lineup of initiatives on my screen?
0: They all crit fail. Me and Jaden somehow get to go first. Actually. what? No, I'm kidding. We don't see the initiative order yet.
1: Finavir is at the bottom of the barrel.
2: Oh, that means I am not far behind. <laughs> sounds about right.
1: Don't worry. Valen is also at the bottom of the that barrel. That
2: sounds bad. Because it sounds like the giant mecha
0: otter gets to go first.
1: Incorrect. Finavir, uh in the distance, you see Kelsey and Valen are off to your right-hand side. You see that Kelsey... Is making her way towards where you are. She is, though, keeping as far to the side away from this entity, this dark figure. And you see, as she has to wade into some of the deeper water, she slows down a little bit. Jaden, mm-hmm. could you roll a d4 for me to yeah. determine what action is going to be taken? Because I want Jaden to decide. Oh, your my fate.
0: fate. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. My brother in Christ. Hit me with it. Two. I get hit with a... Thank you. Okay. You hit me with a two.
1: Uh, well, you know, this otter's also going to be doing um, some more damage still. No, please. Targeting Charles Smoot.
0: I'd like to pass. Out? No, <laughs> well, I mean, I might be doing that.
1: Well, don't worry.
0: Hopefully I don't fall unconscious.
1: It's Charles Smoot, you see nothing. However, Selrac sees, and so does Finnevere, you both see as this giant water-like otter begins to almost glow, and you feel the ground begin shaking as one of the large boulders that are surrounding this cliffside lift up above its head, and it tries to smash down at Selrak, missing narrowly as it misjudges this almost liquidous form of Selrak, which sort of sways out of the
0: way. I was terrified and then immediately hopeful as soon as I heard the verb tries. Very good word choice (laughs) makes me feel a lot better.
1: But don't worry, Selrak.
0: No, it has no more turn. Yes, it does. That's it, clearly.
1: Who are you to tell me that it doesn't have any more turn? It has much turn.
2: Legendary
0: action. Oh, I swear that was. Every turn I get to drop a 10 by 10 boulder for free.
1: You see as this water otter begins literally just flowing over the land, like it's walking, but the water legs just kind of wash over this sandy beach as it moves down along the shore, slightly away from Selrak, as if it is attempting to gather something.
2: Uh, In what direction did it go?
1: It would be farther away from you, Finnevere, so that would be north of you, so it would be north and then slightly east down the cliffside. Selrak, it is your turn.
2: Pursuing this uh, giant otter, taking two
0: massive stride actions till he cuts off the otter in
2: its path.
1: As Selrak steps into this melee range of this otter swarm, essentially, a a line of water suddenly shoots out, scalding Selrak. You see as uh, Finavir, you can kind of see just barely this black ooze kind of spray up in the air along with the water for a moment.
2: Yep. That sounds like a 10-pound bag of nope in a 5-pound bag. <laughs>
1: I don't think Selrak's going to be very happy.
2: Probably not.
1: No. Um, Selrak takes 23 damage. All of a sudden, Vinavir, you see from where you're standing a sudden gush of water and a rise of steam and some black ooze that seemed to spray up into the air. And it seems that this giant otter sprayed out a hot geyser, which pounded against Selrak's chest, opening up the black ooze, exposing human skin underneath. This is enough, though, to force Selrak to recede back into Charles Smoot, who is left standing momentarily, stunned at the end of his turn.
2: He's too angry to die.
0: Um, no, no, he's still going to die.
2: These things do minimum 20 damage. Hey, you know, my In biggest? one action. And they have three. And I'm right at their feet, stunned. Well, you know, I had a bit of a problem with the individual otters. I don't know if it still applies, it can drop a literal boulder on me. Don't
1: worry. I think Valen's here to save the day, maybe. Maybe. I think he he's coming for you, buddy. Valen quickly begins approaching towards you, Charles Smoot. You can kind of hear in the back of your mind a voice calling out to you. Charles, are you alive?" Right? Charles Smoot, you see a hazy light in front of you, as well as this giant ball of water which you see otters swimming inside of directly in front of you as your vision comes more into focus, but then all of a sudden you see as there seems to be ice forming underneath of it, creating a slick sheet of ice on which it's resting.
0: I mean, his ice could be so cold that it just freezes the otter solid.
1: No, it it does not freeze the otter solid. However, it does make that area relatively difficult for it to move
0: through. The otters are moving psychically. They don't need <laughs> friction and the ground. It's
1: still a water beast, and it's moving through this terrain. I'm, it is like,
0: not... 97% sure that if these w- wanted to, these otters could just straight up fly, okay? I don't think they are bound I've
1: by the I never said they could fly.
2: You didn't say they couldn't. And I'm though. saying
1: they can't fly, Quentin.
2: Oh, what what it is? is. Write this down. Write this down. See, this is why we ask stupid questions,
0: is to get more information than what we should be privy to.
1: Valen just shouts to Finnevere, Finn, can you get to him? And Finnevere, it is your
0: turn. He just put ice in his way.
1: Well, listen, he can jump off the side and try and do like...
0: You're right. He could run, skid on the ice for 20 feet, and then catapult himself off a 10-foot cliff Uh, to dive
2: into boiling water. No, 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 no. Finnevere... Has uh, he has practice in his athletics from learning how to run away from responsibilities? So, Finavir is going to full sprint, and when he gets to the edge of the ice, he's going to jump as far as he can to try to mitigate the, the effects on him.
1: Go ahead and roll in an acrobatics to see if you land on your feet.
2: Hey! Hey-o. Those are numbers. Those are numbers. That's a twenty-four.
1: Oh, what a wonderful number, uh, Jaden! You still have some movement for Finavir. Finavir can clearly observe Charles Smoot standing, looking dazed up at this giant water otter,
2: <clears throat>
1: the Avatar. Can you treat him from a distance with battle medicine? Like just throwing the... the... Oh, no, yeah,
2: just give him some encouraging words. Yeah, you know.
1: So, Jaden, what would Finnevere do in this circumstance? He sees his friend just out of reach from where he has jumped.
2: He came a long way to rejoin with his new family. He's not going to let it go. He's going to run up to Smoot's side and, you know, non-actionly be like, Hey, you! Over here! You, uh, utter thing? Starting to understand the weight of his choice. You didn't look this big from afar.
1: You totally could have used a, what are you doing? Smoot, what are you doing? You must learn to turn the otter cheek. (laughs) (laughs) No, not doing that. Okay. Um, So Finnevere, as you rush past all of this ice, jumping off the side of the cliff and then rushing past Smoot, hoping that you can distract the opponent. Off in the distance, you hear some other sort of sound.
0: Probably her cursing because everyone just ran the opposite direction of her. (laughs) Run away from Smoot!
2: Finnevere, always listen to Kelsey. She's always right. Finnevere,
0: I'm coming, Smoot! Okay,
1: alright. This is how this is gonna go. Thank god she's got a distance spell. I need to roll a save But I also need you both to roll a will save.
0: So she's going to kill
2: Charles Smoot instead of the otter. Got it. No. We're all Uh, dying Will save? Will save. Oh, dang. Both of those numbers are good. Yeah. Where were those numbers like five minutes ago? I would love those numbers. Uh, 29 for Finn. And 27 for Charles Smoot. Clinging on the edge of life. Really not wanting to die. Surprising no one. He is okay. a stubborn old coot.
1: Um, even though you both have, have succeeded, all of a sudden though you feel as this wave of calm washes over you, and all of you are taking a minus one status penalty uh, to your attack rolls. Ah, oh, there we are, nice and calm for everybody. Don't she thought she was helping? How long does it last for? Well, that's the great, great question. That is the Unlimited question. Unlimited duration.
0: <laughs> Did she just curse us?
1: No, it's not an unlimited duration. That's what
0: the effect that I'm reading says.
1: It has to be sustained up to one minute.
2: Okay. But she can turn Smoot into Charles now. She, uh, Smoot is very Charles right now.
1: Everyone just calm down. Everyone. Otters included. Um, And she is going to slowly wade her way onto the shore. The giant avatar otter. I, I keep wanting to call it the avatar because it makes me think of like when Aang went into avatar mode in the Water Kingdom. It looks around, slightly confused. It looks down at the ice around its water legs. It's water It's water-legged. Ah, terrible. It tilts its head back up, looking towards Finnevere, who is currently standing there waving his arms, attempting to get its attention. And it seems... he succeeds it almost opens its mouth as if to growl at you for some strange reason before it steps forward and as it does so you take seven damage and you are actually pulled into the water body of this otter you will need to swim on your next turn if you would like to escape it However, you are currently submerged in water, holding your breath and you're just like swirling around as all these otters are swimming around you, biting at you. Charles Smoot, it is your turn.
0: Recovering from an absolute daze of emotions where he was angry, then injured, then unconscious, then suddenly re-conscious? And then, no longer angry and very soothed, but very injured
2: still. <laughs> All within, like, 30 seconds. But what does Sober Smoot think? Ah, oh, God, that hurts. Ah, geez. Ah, oh, jeez. Ah! Fed! Charles Smoot reaches down into
0: his pack, grabs one of his flasks of red water and downs it. Charles
1: Smoot heals for 26. Okay, add that to your character. Charles Smoot feeling reinvigorated from drinking this red drink. You see your friend Penevere currently swirling around the inside of this giant water otter.
0: What would you have me roll to grab him and pull him out? Well. Well? I don't like that well. Charles Smoot. That's me. To
1: grab your friend who is currently technically inside of the swarm of otters being pulled around, you would need to succeed on a grapple check.
2: So in athletics?
1: Yes, you would need to grab him. And I'm going to say the DC is going to be equal to the swim check it would take to get out. The DC is
0: 22.
2: Well, let's hope I don't roll low button. Charles
0: Smoot storms up to Finavir, grabbing him by the collar, and just yanks him out with one hand, setting him down right next to him. Thanks, but maybe it's time we bravely run away retreat Second. That,
1: meanwhile Finnevere has all these little tiny scratches on his face among everything else
0: I'll, I'll wait for you uh, you you run first
2: no you need to go you're injured so are you so, you're delirious we need to get out of here no I'm Charles
1: alright so Valen, looking over towards you guys are you alright
0: no we're injured and there's a psychic her. We're alive,
2: yes.
1: Right, um, coming. You say you're bravely running my veil, and <laughs> just like I guess I'm coming in, boys.
2: Good. He actually does damage because we haven't injured this thing yet at all. Yes, you have. When you? It, oh no, I didn't hit it. Because the individual so... it, otters got injured. <laughs> yeah, maybe it expends HP when it. Loses water hitting us? <laughs> yeah, you wish.
0: No, it did
1: take damage. Valen did damage just now. Oh,
0: sure. Yeah, a little bit of ice damage. Wow. The penance. It tickled wow. a little.
1: Fine. All right. Valen feeling that slight against him. Charles, you stop that right now. I don't like that look on your face.
0: It does like you did much. You know, like, what have you really contributed?
1: He sees Valen raises his hand out in front of him, and he seems to cast a shield of ice. And Vinavir... You are here. You were he safe.
2: He makes dying look good. He does make dying. He's very flamboyant.
1: <laughs> uh, so, Finnevere, it is your turn. Valen is currently behind you, backing you both up now.
2: So we run, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, at the very least, you do. Let your front line be your front line. Uh, Yeah, I could do a battle medicine on Smoot. Uh, You know, throw some flex tape on that giant gaping wound of yours. There there's... you go. You can't run like this. And he... Whoosh, and Whips out some uh, some uh, medical wrap and ties it extra tight so it hurts around his abdomen.
1: All right, so treat wounds.
2: Treat them wounds. Oh, that's tri- Wait, what DC are you going for? Ooh, go bigger, go home? I think I'm going to go for the 20 and use assurance on that. Okay. Yeah, this is not the time. <laughs> Seven plus 10, 17.
1: Okay, I'll add extra that to it. Your... Tight. Charles Smoot is, um, finds himself being wrapped in bandages around the different parts of his body quickly with Finevere's battle medicine. Finavir you still have, I believe, another two actions, correct?
2: That sounds like 50 feet of running away around the coastline towards Kelsey.
1: And Finavir bravely runs away. See if you find, like, a
2: clamshell while you're there. I don't know.
1: Alright, Kelsey is making her way back up towards the front seeing that Finnevere is coming running towards her. She greets you Hey, hey, Fidemir. Glad to see you. Is everything okay over there?
2: Well, uh, Smoot's not that thing anymore. It seems to be a calmer version. All right,
1: great. I don't have time. Bye.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. Very accurate. Very accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, where are you going?
1: Charles, all of a sudden you feel as you are given an enhancement with guidance. You gain plus one status bonus to an attack roll. Perception check, saving throw, skill check, etc. Additionally, the effect of the calm goes away as Kelsey is no longer focusing it. The otters look around confused as people are running away and also coming closer to them. They hiss, although it sounds more like steam as it comes out of this giant creature's mouth. It is very strange that it seems to have emotions all its own. It looks at you, Charles, you who are very close to it.
0: I am, just how I like it.
1: It steps forward, and you see as the water from its body seems to reach out and engulfs you, pulling it inside. And you find yourself being swarmed by a flurry of nips.
0: Can you pick a different? <laughs> different noun?
1: <laughs> no. What's wrong with nips? What's wrong with them? You tell me what
0: dirty thoughts you think thinking. I we were fighting female otters.
1: <laughs> Charles Smoot, you take five damage as you are swarmed by these otters inside of its body. But it is your turn now.
0: Oh, uh, Charles Smoot's just going to swing at the otters okay. while he's in the water.
1: You are submerged in the water. Sure. So go ahead and roll. Just make sure you apply your penalty. Yeah, yeah. You are also having to hold your breath.
0: I am good for eight rounds.
1: Oh no. Charles?
0: Accidentally throws his bastard sword? I don't know.
1: As you take your sword to swing it, you feel as your grip is loosened due to the heat in the water and just the water overall. You can't get a good grip on your sword. It actually falls out from inside of this torrent you are going to need to make a swim check if you would like to get out to grab it. Sure. It Charles, is Charles to make
0: an athletics check to swim it out. 19 for Charles Moon.
1: You find yourself being sucked in deeper into the torrent.
0: You know what? I punch it.
1: All right.
0: He's done. He's not having fun. He, he, he punches the water. 26.
1: That would definitely hit. Um, you punch the water. You're really punching an otter in there.
0: Six damage! <laughs> I fisted an otter.
1: Oh, you want to complain about nips, huh?
0: They hit me with the flurry of nips. I'm a fistula.
1: Never say that again, yourself. Okay, you punch one of the otters in the face that is within this swarm as it swims by. You see as it recoils in surprise and terror and swims to the top.
0: I, I feel like like these otters are like very proper like creatures being like psychic and like they're used to being attacked but like not punched and it just like looks back at me confused and insulted for some reason. This
1: is all just a game to them. They're not actually trying to kill anybody. How
0: dare you, sir?
1: Uh, Valen points out his hand once again towards the otter swarm, and you see as a ray of frost shoots out. Valen, no, baby, you can't be doing this. Yes, oh he can. No.
0: Just carry us to victory.
1: No, he can't be missing, but he did.
0: Oh, well, that's Pat. He's not carrying us to victory very well. <laughs>
1: And once again, you see as as he basically is casting out this ray of frost, he also can then cast shield back in front of him. Finnevere, it is your turn.
2: But oh, we just talked about running away.
1: Finevere could look around and try and find some shells.
2: Yeah, he is pretty close to what the map so seems to be seeing as shells. So he can't He's supposed to be. Okay, so he's just going to go up to those shells uh, next to him.
1: It's going to be a survival check in order for you to search through these shells to potentially find a geyser shell pearl.
2: And remember, we only need five of them. That's a total of 13 per, for survival. Wait, I got to move up to him, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, one move action, one survival. Okay,
1: so he looks there. I'll give you two survival checks.
2: All right, one more. Oh, that's looking a little promising. I
1: was going to say the thirteen certainly does not pass the DC. However,
2: how about a twenty-two?
1: A twenty-two does surpass the DC. You do find what appears to be, from the description, a geyser shell. Now, I can roll a d100 for you to determine the percentage chance, or you could roll it.
2: Oh, you got to take fate in your own hands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my turn to roll. Critical? Uh, let's hope. Let's go. That's
1: a 54. With a 54%, you find one pearl.
0: <gasps>
2: oh, I'm rich. I'm richer than you were.
0: What
1: is this, like 300, 800 silver? Just shoves it into his shirt.
2: We'll pocket that one. One person can go. <laughs> one person can go. <laughs>
1: and it is currently now Kelsey's turn. Seeing that Charles has been swallowed up inside of this giant water torrent of an otter. She appears very upset. You get a very quick passing glimpse of her face as you are swirling around the current and you swear you make out the words, why are you in there? I can't do anything while you're in there. It's a lot of words, but she gets it out at least. Charles Smoot, you receive a word of warning from Kelsey.
0: Why are you in there? (laughs) I can't do anything while you're in there.
1: (laughs) And you gain a plus one status bonus to your attack rolls, damage rolls, and saves until you use it.
0: Nice. I'll be sure to use it.
1: A flurry of nips continues. On the inside. And
0: I'll just keep fisting it. You could leave.
1: (laughs) I tried. I failed. You could try again. You were just shy. You were just shy. I was shy. You take five more damage. The otter steps forward again, taking Charles Smoot with it. Now enveloping Valen as well.
0: What what does Kelsey (laughs) think?
1: Why are you in there? I can't do anything while you're in there. She gives him a word of warning. (laughs) Another flurry of nips. Valen is going to take whatever the damage is. Oh, Valen. Ouch. Charles Smoot, it is your turn as you are drowning.
0: Charles Smoot's going to try and step out of the water.
1: All right. Please roll your athletics. Uh... It's not a hard roll.
0: Yeah, no, I just have to not roll a five. Okay, so a 32 for Charles Smoot's athletics.
1: Charles Smoot steps swims out from the water, emerging and landing on the beach, standing up and brushing himself off and shaking off the excess water.
0: And he's going to pick up his sword and he's going to hit it with a stick. So Charles
1: Smoot, it stepped forward one. Your sword would have had to have land, like, like here where it steps. So your sword is technically inside of it now.
0: Why oh, I need that. <laughs>
2: Can I grab the sword out of the water? All right, pod raiser style. Use the force.
1: <laughs> your sword is just in there cutting them off as it's swirling well, that's around. That's good.
2: That's useful.
1: You can attempt to grab it. All
2: right, what well, would you have me roll?
1: <laughs> that's going to be um, a yeah, reflex to grab your sword. It'll be a free action.
0: And not get your hand cut off. Mm, 13.
1: Your sword is just flailing about in there. You could try punching.
0: it. You know what? Five. Fisting otters is apparently the way it goes. Twenty-eight to hit.
1: It <laughs> definitely would hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. Eight
0: damage.
1: And Charles Smoot walks over, just punching into the water, beating the life out of one of these otters who then just kind of floats to the top. It doesn't seem to have died though, because then it just wakes up and then swims around looking very upset.
0: Well, you you said it was a free action to attempt to grab the sword? Yeah. Could I grab Balin out?
1: You are not close enough to where he was pulled in. Yes, Uh, I said he's... Yeah, I see what you're saying.
0: Okay.
1: You could punch it again. It seems to be actually doing some damage. It seems to be
0: doing surprisingly the most that it, it has been done.
1: Meanwhile, Kelsey's behind you. Oh, look, you made it out. Now, if only Balin could make his way out.
0: No, 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 woman. We're not doing this by our choice. We're not choosing to just jump in there.
1: Honestly, maybe get away from the honor so it's tough. It's like the blob.
0: It's just absorbing. (laughs) It's a 15 hit.
2: Nah, no. No, 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 no,
0: All right, nah, that's Smooth's entire turn. He's very distracted on the second attack because he's just arguing with Kelsey.
1: All of a sudden, Charles, as you're standing there, you see as a ray of ice just shoots out the back of the giant water otter. Valen is currently in there just like slapping otters away. His bare hands? <laughs> this water otter's starting to kind of like lose form and shape
2: we'd just call it the w- otter
1: so Valen like you see as his hand kind of comes out and then it gets pulled right back in oh, uh, no. meanwhile barely over in the corner
2: la 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 la, la, la. <laughs> just picking <them laughs> up seashells on All the right. beach well, uh, let's make it over to the more seashells okay that's Applied. one movement uh two survival checks yes that's a 19 and and an 18
1: you do not find any geyser shell pearls over here. You find lots of shards, though, of other shells and clams and rocks. Very pretty rocks. Honestly, these are the nicest rocks you've ever seen. Very smooth.
2: Yeah, I'll pocket a smooth rock. <laughs> you never know when you're going to need one. You know, it's guy instinct. You see a smooth rock. Hey, you know, I might be taking a walk by some water sometime. I want to skip it. Right, like right now. I mean, it's a lot of water. I'm just waiting for the rest of my party to catch up. I'm really good at running away. I have all this extra time running away. Like, you are the most proficient at running away. All of us are amateurs. Yeah. (laughs) Real pro. If there was a skill running away, he'd be expert in it.
1: Charles, strangely enough, you hear from nearby, Kelsey begins to let out this just singular note as she is humming it. It seems that Kelsey is focusing on the area in front of you, as if she is trying to give some sort of enhancement to Valen inside of the otter. Meanwhile, Charles, the otter looks at you and steps forward. Once again, you are enveloped in this pool of water and a flurry of nips. You will be nipped to death.
2: What a way to go. You take nine
1: damage.
0: Charles, move. I'd like to try and get my sword.
1: All right. You're inside. You see your sword moving around in there. Roll a reflex. It's free.
0: A-cha. A total of 28 for Charleswood's reflex.
1: You grab it. You reach up and it's kind of like one of those, like, you, you almost get a really nice pose. If, if Finnevere was painting this, he could have captured an epic pose, but unfortunately he's gathering seashells. Yeah, he's not
0: paying any attention whatsoever, actually. And Charles Charleswood is now going to attempt to strike. Ugh with a natural 20, total 35, we're gonna deal some mad critical damage with this weapon. A Total of 28 damage from Charles Smoot.
1: Well, this certainly would be a critical. So, yeah, beautiful. Um, this is gonna hurt.
0: Hopefully, right?
1: Charles Smoot in, in a rage, like just in a humongous state of enragement, just swings and you cleave completely through this water being. This water comes crashing down. The otters all scatter, swimming into the water, diving deep down some, just running away as far as they can from you.
0: That's right. Oh, <laughs> you better run. All <laughs> right. Honestly, I'm glad they ran. I felt like they could have probably kept going.
1: Everyone is going to be getting a 140 experience.
0: Oh, dang. let's go. That's a
2: good number. I like that number.
1: And as you guys begin looking around the area, roll a perception check.
2: I like those as well. 30 for Charles Smith. We had 28.
1: Finnavera, you come walking from around the side, holding your singular geyser shell. And as you do, you realize that there is, on the other shore, what appears to be a collection of shells over there. And Charles, you notice this immediately as well. Ah,
0: Everyone, we're all okay, right? Everyone's like... Uh, Almost dead, dying. Uh, uh, Surprise! I mean, uh, honestly, better than I was halfway through. Thanks, everyone. Well, uh, good job at running away, Finn.
2: Uh, you're, thank you. You're an expert at it. Honestly, the rest of us are a little kind of slow in the upkeep. I, I, I noticed, uh, but um, you seem to have some trouble running away. No, i I just mildly. Well, we came here for. A
0: mission and it wasn't to fight psychic And now I know, honestly, wait, no, like the town, like, honestly idolizes these creatures and all of, like, the paintings and the earrings, and necklaces made me think that these things were gonna be way cuter and, like, less ferocious. Uh-huh. Bad times. Uh, let, let's just go grab some she shells. Uh, Charles Moot will be in making his way over to the large stack of she shells.
1: Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations! This is your reward for defeating the Lotter Lord. We are going to roll 1v4, and that will determine how many Geyser Shell Pearls you find here. May luck forever be in your favor.
2: Who rolls the D4?
1: Who wants to roll it?
2: Wait, only one person gets to roll it?
1: Only D4? one.
2: But what if we roll it together? How, how do we do that? Hold we, hands. We, we, we hold hands. Okay, and then we get a dice tray, and then I like... and just. Dude. like here but between the palm ready ready here we go yeah two oh uh, two
1: okay well you have three now in total well <laughs> we technically you only have two. <laughs> yeah because you have an elk yeah all right so the party has gathered three geyser shell pearls
0: What? what, what is all this rubbish a bunch of empty clamshells i
1: think they're supposed to be rare
0: well obviously that's why they're valuable but How do they they expect us to get five of these things in one day?
1: Well, we're supposed to look around, I guess. Also, we have this equipment. Oh yeah, I'm in the suit.
0: Well, we'll go use it then, or something. I don't know. Go faff about in the water. Oh, fine. I'll just go. I'm sorry. Did you get eaten by a giant psychic water otter today?
1: She can't hear you. She just like goes under the water for a moment, comes back up. I have no idea what I'm looking for. Also, I need the tools. Oh, oh, sure,
0: sure. Yeah. And, and Charles Smith makes his way over to the water.
1: Wait, hold on, Mr. Smoot, weren't you supposed to be going down
0: with me? Yeah, that's why
2: I'm coming now.
0: All right, fine. Ah, Mr. Uh, Benavir?
2: M- m- Mr. Smoot, are you in any condition to go down there?
0: I, I look almost sturdier than you right now.
2: Uh, <laughs> slide aside, that's the issue. You're supposed to be broader, Jolted.
0: I, I, I'm sure I'll be fine. We don't have time to rest. Well, I'll rest when I'm dead.
2: Let, let me at least try to patch you up a little bit more.
1: Uh, Charles Smoot, you're going to heal by seven hit points. Kelsey just walks over and smacks you in the back before I, she just I, goes I, okay, under the
0: water.
2: Can we? We can take care of
0: this later. Can we just get what we came for and, and leave as quickly as possible?
1: Okay. So you are going to roll. It doesn't have to be in this area. So I'm going to say, with time, you guys are going to be searching. For every survival check, I'm going to say an hour is going to pass. So go ahead, roll a survival. Everyone can assist in this survival to increase the likelihood of you actually discovering a clam bed. There is a 75% chance of finding a geyser shell pearl if you find a clam bed.
2: Charles Smoot with a whopping 12 total. Hey, that's a successful. It's a 24, so that should do the plus two assist. You gotta love it when
0: the person with the higher skill rolls lower.
1: Okay, so I'm assuming Charles was doing the main and everyone else was assisting. Oh yeah, assisting.
0: He has a plus 10 in survival.
1: Vinavir, you actually do cut that hour into 30 minutes. Um, All right. Where you immediately just say, no, there's nothing over here. This is land. There's water. Well,
0: well you gotta be thorough.
1: So, um, yeah, roll another survival.
0: 24 for Charles Smoot.
1: That is definitely enough to pass on its own. Um, Go ahead. Who would like to roll the percentile dice to determine?
0: Jaden oh, got it last time. I want this one.
1: It's a 75% chance. Oh,
0: 93.
1: Roll 1d4. You may roll together if you would like.
0: Uh, uh, let's go. Yeah. Uh, ah, four. Four.
2: Four. This is seven, then, right? No, no, no. We have six. Finn has one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, no.
1: Did Finn? Finn hasn't told anybody about that one huh, as far as yeah. I'm aware. Exactly. Huh, so yeah.
0: what time of day is it?
1: Uh, it was late afternoon when you got into the fight.
0: Fight it didn't take that long. It like five minutes tops.
1: Wow, five minutes. Is that how long ten rounds is?
2: No, yeah, like, I felt like 50 rounds. Felt like 50 rounds. <laughs> it was
1: like six hours in game, out of game. Right. Though. <laughs> um, No, uh, so it was a little bit later in the day, and then you had basically almost three hours, I would say, of exploring overall. Sure. So now we're looking around evening. So the sun has set, and you are all wet.
0: Uh, Do we want to keep going while there's still a little bit of daylight, or do we just want to call it?
1: I mean, we have enough. Do we need more? I mean, money's nice, Travel
0: expenses. Yeah. I don't really know what we're going to get into.
1: Well, especially if our pro isn't going to be useful—
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess we spend our
2: crow here while we still can, but... We could. We trade it for goods.
1: Is there like a bank or something we could put it in?
2: Well, I was taught that some wines are better than currency.
1: You want us to buy wine?
2: Then we which sell at potentially a profit on the other end. Yes.
1: Uh, She just looks at you. I'm very impressed. I don't really think about that kind of stuff. That's really cool.
2: Well, if we get some at the right age... And we, uh, smaller travel size, but higher yield.
1: Kelsey's just, like, nodding along. She has a smile on her face. The longer that Finnevere goes, the smile starts slowly just fading, and she just still is nodding. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: All right. Yep. Right. Okay. Thank you, Finn. That was really informative.
2: Just one option. That's all. <laughs> I can go for more if you want. Kind of good. I've been taught, like, you know, 60 disrotations on this stuff.
1: <laughs> Honestly, with our group's tastes and expenses, perhaps going for another hour wouldn't be a bad idea. When is this supposed to be turned in again?
0: Wait, that's a good point. Wait, when, when do we
2: have to be there? Didn't they say tomorrow?
1: I believe so. Um, Not yeah. 100%, but I know but... we had to go to town earlier.
2: The end of tomorrow. So,
0: we, we have plenty of time. Let's just take the rest of the day today to find some pearls and then rest in the secret base and then we can go into town tomorrow morning before we have to leave
2: alright well let's make it quick
1: but if we're down here for too long don't you think we'll encounter more otters
0: more holts more in the otters holt listen I'm I'm sure we'll be fine it's a risk I'm willing to take (laughs) Oh my! natural 20 on Charles Smith's survival
1: and the jam is now rolling for the chance that this is being guarded by a horde of otters.
0: He may have found them with a natural 20. Whether or not he found a big shiny one and it is guarded is something completely different. You lucky bastard. <laughs> Darn skippy I am. I rolled a
1: two. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys find a massive clam bed. Let's go. Again, you're going to roll for a 75% chance, but this time we'll be rolling two d4s.
0: Oh, Wait, so it could just be a massive clam bet of nothing?
1: Exactly. There's always a chance.
0: It is a massive clam bet of nothing with an 11 total <laughs> on the d100. <laughs> uh,
2: we got a bag full of shells, though. Nice shells. Great shells. Love these shells.
1: We could sell the shells for, like, a penny.
2: You know... If we were morally dubious, we could do a a a lottery where we just put one pearl in this and then sell (laughs) the shells. Wait, that's a
1: great idea.
2: No, 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 no. I said if we were morally dubious.
1: I thought we were. We sort of are. I'm wet. I would love to shower. I would like to not smell like otter? Whatever that smell is. It's musky. I don't think it's that bad, honestly. We could probably bottle it. Otter Musk.
2: What it smell? Otter Musk? musk of otter.
1: I don't know. It's not that bad.
2: I mean, it's tropical.
1: It's manly.
2: Call it water. Water. <laughs> seriously, it's... if it bothers you, here, let's, um, let's tidy that up.
1: Tidy it up? We're surrounded by stinky, well, it's not that bad,
0: but stinky, smelly, otter, pissed in water.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm fine. I'll, re- I'll we can go. We can go back to the base for tonight. Thank you. That is... All that I wanted. Well, listen, we could have potentially have made, like, the best payday of our lives in these past two hours. Who knows if we're ever going to get invited back here.
2: We oh, also- we also <gasps> definitely are not.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think we might have killed a sacred animal or something.
2: It
0: almost killed me. I'm a sacred animal in my book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys then begin making your way up back to the keep itself. Passing by the gazebo, which is apparently now empty, though there does seem to have been a lantern that was left lit. And you make your way back, once again, entering into a very empty keep. But you do see Scott Sterling sitting at his station with a frozen slab of meat over his face.
0: Yo! And Charles Smith just points at him. Ugh! What? You gave us absolutely no warning whatsoever, and you are completely justified of your terror. Have you not seen my face? Well, I mean, listen, I just thought you, like, tripped and fell upstairs or something. Did you not see the rock coming flying at my face? Well, all you did was screaming terror like a little giddy schoolgirl and run back inside. You didn't explain anything. <sighs>
2: What he means to say is, we now feel a fraction of your pain. Why, why don't you transfer?
0: He lifts the
1: frozen slab of meat off his face, peeking out from it. Oh, yeah.
2: You
0: look terrible.
2: We feel terrible.
0: You look about as bad as me.
2: i was about to say I look slightly better than you, but... No, you don't, smoke but... Wow. I'm pretty sure that without this... These patches, you'd probably have something significant falling out of you. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Transferring, I've been trying to do for years. No results. Also, you, he points at Charles Smoot. Me? Get your elk out of the sacred spring.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, uh, okay, sure, sure, sure. And Charles Smoot goes over there, and he just lays down in it, too. Ah, oh, yeah, I, I i was about to say, I knew this felt good. Hi, buddy. Yeah, we're just going to lounge here for a little while.
1: Meanwhile, Scott Sterling just puts the meat back down over his face. If you want rooms, there's some available in the keep. Mostly open, though. So if you want walls, go to the town.
2: It's kind of nice around here.
1: Yeah, it's kind of peaceful without the otters.
2: Lodging's free.
1: Otters Holt, you know, the place without the otters.
2: It's too close to them. How about we find somewhere one of these rooms, maybe... And privately talk for a little bit. Charles is in hot spring. Someone's got to come grab.
1: They just, like, Kelsey just starts walking in towards the keep. Valen following after Finn.
2: Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the smook can have his own relaxation. Also, in misadventures? Oh, that's dangerous. Later, guys.
1: All right. So, Finnavir, Valen, and Kelsey all find a, what appears to be a large common room. For some reason, in this base, it seems to be more about family and friends all sticking close together like a holt.
2: Okay, okay, so they have a nice common room. Cool. Right. I think it uh, means that there are no private rooms.
1: But it's like it's like open spaces and there's bunks. But like there's some. It's basically like having a family hotel room.
0: Have you have you ever been or seen like a Korean sauna, where? Basically, it's just like one large open area and there are a bunch of like bedrolls and mats that are laid out on the floor. Yes. Well,
2: this is great news to me because this would never exist in a place like Baltimore. So that tells me something about the sense of community over here. <laughs> so we probably maybe won't get robbed. That's true. So, yeah, Finn will sit down and we want to discuss our options here. People at this, at this point revealed that he ha- uh, also found one earlier.
1: Oh, that's awesome. So we do have some extra money. So, it's,
2: <sighs> well, let's think. There's you, me, Smoot, Valen, Cerulean.
1: I don't understand why
2: That's just the, one the is ex- here, yeah. One expensive pet.
1: Very uh. large now.
2: Now, it's my understanding that we plan on stopping by Taija if, by some miracle, we come upon a passenger or two we may need to convince our captain to take them on. A passenger? Or two. What are you talking about? Well, it's not impossible that that's where they're holding Sisi. And if where Sisi is, Amali is not too far behind. If they're willing to take us, northerners, basically fugitives, down there, perhaps they'd be willing to store two more fugitives. That would leave us no extra room. Unless, you know, Cerulean stays here. Then we'd have one. And as he says one, he'll just kind of use what little magic he has left to press the digitation of the pearl up like an inch.
1: If that's the case, I mean... Then maybe we need to go back and get more?
2: <laughs> I mean, this is the most lucrative gig we've ever had. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have expected to be arrested by the morning.
1: Right. Let's, let's not do that. If that's the case then perhaps we can't even sell these in market.
2: Oh, they're hot items. Also, they could make amazing bargaining tools.
1: Yeah. Okay, I see your point.
2: It might make the most sense especially given that we'll be having to gain other currency.
1: You would technically have to visit a exchangery. Yeah,
2: that makes sense. It might be in our best interest to sell it while we're down there. Try to keep it to ourselves that so we have any extra at all.
1: I have no problem with that, but, well, let me ask this again. Do we need to go back and kidnap Otter Pearls, the jewels? We got to steal the family's jewels over here?
2: If we're permitted, it might be in our best interest to give it a shot.
1: Well, I mean, we did leave that area already, so we might have to talk with, uh, uh, uh Mr. Oddington. Right? Yeah.
2: That Mr. sounds Otters. right. Yep. That sounds it. Od- Od- Oddington. Oddfellow.
1: Oddfellow. Uh, Fellow, yep. I don't know. There was such a strange name. I I couldn't remember it if I tried. Like, Lord Eden, very intimidating. This guy, I should probably lower my voice, less intimidating, more weird.
2: I prefer him, honestly. Yeah. This should be our new main base, just saying.
1: Maybe we can get a transfer. Uh, good. Oh. But if, uh,
2: well... Well, then we'd have to do the whole initiation thing again. I don't think I'm up for that.
1: There's also the fact that this base may not exist for much longer
2: oh yeah and perhaps the rest of them too if nothing's done swiftly
1: right this one is definitely in rayland's territory technically and more than likely they're going to want to take it back hmm. it's a valuable land main issue though being well you know the um, poaching of these critters over here
2: well it sure would be a shame if they were poached to extinction
1: All right, so um, we should probably talk with Mr. Smoot and determine if we're going to need to go back. But we don't really have too much time because we don't want to be that injured before we get on a ship. We need to get restocked and make sure at least we have um, healing potions, if if not anything else.
2: Also, if he insists on going back out before he's patched up properly, then... I'll be against the venture entirely.
1: And maybe we need to get some disguises for ourselves.
2: At least for one of us, minimum.
1: All right, fine. I'll cut my hair. He just gets up and starts walking away.
2: Oh, no. That's so sad. Oh, I'm thinking if Finn had to cut his hair. No, <laughs> not his luscious locks.
1: All right. So, Charles Smoot, you're laying out there. I would like the group to regather, if possible. Mm-hmm. What are you doing?
2: Does anyone come and get him? Yeah, I guess Finn would, and his actual priority is patching Smoot up. Uh, ha- has the water helped uh, soothe any of Charles Smoot's wounds
0: to any degree? What, what's a, a yeah,
1: placebo? Yeah.
0: Huh? It's, it's a, a placebo. placebo? Ch- Charles Smoot will uh, make casual like, chit chat yelling across the courtyard with Scott Starling. So, wh- what makes this pond so sacred, anyways?
1: You just see as he picks up what looks like a magazine and just, like, flips it out, opens it, and just begins turning pages, trying to ignore you.
0: Scott! Sterling! Rockface!
1: What do you want?
0: Well, I asked a question. This is fairly rude to ignore a guest. Aren't you the information desk? (sighs) I
1: don't want to be.
0: Well, that doesn't mean you aren't. Like, you still have a job to do.
1: It's the sacred spring that is in front of the gate. There. Answer your question
0: No I asked why is it sacred
1: The spring and the gate together the gate and the spring are connected that's why it's sacred
0: That's still very confusing that doesn't explain much uh, Is there a better place to just put my elk? Do you have stables here Are your friends inside waiting for you I don't know are they I was kind of like taking a cat nap Right but also like information desk, come on I asked a question where, where is there a stable just leave your elk out. In the spring?
1: You are going to be leaving tomorrow. I'd rather not deal with it.
0: Well, well yeah, but, uh, I mean, what if the elk needs to stay here?
1: I'm not taking care of your elk. If you can't take care of it, send it back.
0: Oh, yeah, but, I mean, you want to send it back through the portal and just have it pop up in the in the middle of the, uh, the reliquary? That sounds like a terrible idea.
1: Right. Well, your problem, not mine. He gets up, and you see as he puts out a sign that just says, Closed for dinner. Does he leave? And he gets up and walks away. He locks the side door though.
0: Jack can step over <laughs> that with like minimal effort. Charles Spoodle just take care of Cerulean, make sure Cerulean's well fed, and leave him to roam about the courtyard as he makes his way inside.
1: Oh, Pinavera comes out as you are making your way in.
2: oh, oh
0: hey, hey Ben. I was just getting uh, go that way and then you're gonna Hey,
2: Well, group is discussing whether or not we should be go on to try to find some more pearls while we have the chance, but for now, you are getting patched up. You're coming with me. I'm
0: I'm just gonna sleep it off.
2: Uh, you are not going to sleep it off. Why not? Because those bandages were done in haste. We have the time, we'll do it right. Okay, fine. Whatever you say, nurse. Let's do some care. Okay, care away. I I don't roll anything. I don't know if we even need to roll anything. With assurance, we can just, uh, have you patched up in a jiffy and then you can take a really well cared for nap. I was about to say, just by resting, I'm going to heal 18 HP anyways. Finn doesn't believe you.
1: <laughs> Charles, you are forcibly healed by Finnevere, whether you wanted to or not. Oh,
0: God. Stop! Don't put your hands there! You are turned into a mummy. Arrgh. This aloe is very comforting, though the level of body restriction is mildly concerning. It's uh,
2: intentional.
1: Yeah, honestly, he's basically wrapped enough bandages around a hole to keep you in place so you can't just run off. But everyone else gets nice, beautiful rest, and you awaken the next day. So, Charles, you are recovered. Valen has cut his hair a good bit shorter. Um,
0: All right, everybody. Um... What supplies do we still need to purchase before we head out?
1: Well, I think if we don't have enough healing potions, we should probably find an alchemist with some balms or something.
2: Probably a very good idea. I could use to restock my medical supplies.
0: And, and you were talking about something about, like, turning our liquid assets into an investment in aged beverages?
2: Potentially. That is, if we can keep it as assets... And make sure it's not used? And not leave it behind? And not leave it behind, yes. Oh, oh, wouldn't that be grand? Maybe we
1: should wait before we do that. We don't know what kind of space we're going to be given on the boat.
2: Well, let me take a look around the, the markets and see what our options are. Should we
0: scope out the boat we're going to be on? Like, we haven't met the captain. What if he's like a real piece of work?
1: And you don't want to use the boat? That's a possibility.
0: I can just imagine Mr. Smoot getting into a fight with the captain. Like, right, we need to make sure that, like, he's amicable enough. I don't know how well translated our intentions were to this individual. Like, we're just assuming he's going to let an elk on his boat. Maybe we want to, like, talk with him about that a little more.
1: Well, I mean, Mr. Otterton. Ot- oh, that's right. It's Otzrick. Sawa Yeah, yeah. He said that it's if we have enough red pearls for each individual.
0: All right,
2: well, Charles Smith will be uh, riding the Cerulean into town. Of course. Well, it stands to reason if they're looking to ship out tonight, they'll be restocking the boat today. So they should be out of the docks. Uh, well, I'll make my way and meet him. You
0: all go purchase and do your merchant things.
2: Unless we were told where he'd be porting, you're going to want to find Sawa first and ask who it is that we'll be going with. The docks,
0: we're meeting a captain, I think we were told. I think he told us too. Yeah, we're looking for a, a Captain Clem and With a name like that, I can't imagine he's a difficult man to find.
1: Okay. So, um, you guys make your way down to the town and have to take the ferry to the docks. It is five hours away from Otter's Holt.
0: Uh, bit of a trick. Yep. So, I mean, we get there, and it's already midday.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So you guys make your way there, and you can see that this entire dock is just bustling with activity. Uh, You see that there are street vendors peddling their fish-related wares, utterly adorable ornaments, and gossip amongst the locals. You can just hear echoing throughout the streets. And amongst these various... Peddlers, you see some people who seem to be um, resellers of sorts, kind of shady looking, but they might be willing to buy your equipment that you've used.
2: Well, assuming he's done at least a perusal around and these guys look like the best bet. So yeah, he'll try to schmooze up these lucky diving tools. That's true. We were very successful with them.
1: You can roll diplomacy good diplomacy can determine if your percentage even meets the standard
2: uh i mean not bad uh that's a 24. it's pretty decent
1: all right they are willing to offer you 50 percent of your total value
2: uh you know what we got what but we should just take the win We'll, we'll take the we'll take the silver back
1: all right so uh you get 18 silver back and they take it off your hands congratulations so you said you were going to try and look around, correct?
0: Yeah, and we're looking for Clem Petrel.
1: All right, go ahead and roll. You can either roll diplomacy, because you're trying to gather information, or I'll even allow a society roll, if you have it.
0: No, either of those are Jaden's department.
2: Uh, are you with the group? Yeah. Okay. Smoot a, a roll a society, because apparently he's trained in it. Well, Smoot and Fingon an
0: Argument... But Smoot is significantly more Charles today and apparently
2: is more (laughs) in touch with this society.
1: All right, give me what happens here. Based upon these, uh, what are your roles, first off?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, Finn has a 12. Uh, Charles Smoot has a 22.
1: All right, so so give me a little bit of role play here of what
0: happens. Listen here, mountain man, you forest dweller, you freaking Neanderthal.
1: That's not very Charles.
0: It doesn't matter. Listen. You know, n- clearly you are out of your depth, and this water is too deep for you. I understand port towns how they orchestrate. You I just... read
2: four full books. Oh, on do you know what a harbor docking registration? Is? Well, good, good
0: for you. Is that clearly helping you here? Uh, being you need world experience in the morning and uh-huh.
2: this season. Sure. Then they should be in the. Latter docks.
0: Okay, yeah, and do you know how few people actually care about regulation? The quickest way is to go to the harbor master, look at the manifest, and see which dock he is registered to. God
2: bless you, Smoot, when you make more sense. God, can't believe I'm losing an argument to a brick wall.
1: <laughs> That's a good argument right there. Um. So, Charles Smoot, you do guide Finnevere in the right direction, making your way down towards the docks. You know, for some reason, like with every single pirate movie you've ever seen, e- e- like using Pirates of the Caribbean. We need to a, like, a, what, what's a um, non-copyright name we could do for that?
0: Uh, Smugglers of
2: Jamaica. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like that's worse. That doesn't have that has like really bad connotations. I feel like
2: the Water Ruffians of South Detroit. <laughs>
0: there you go. Okay.
2: Smoot's favorite d-rate movie. <laughs>
1: Right. Um, So it's actually off-brand Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, whatever you reference. Scoundrels of Jamaica. With things like Scoundrels of Jamaica, you know that for some reason, captains really like to gather in pubs, taverns, and bars where the ladies and lasses will be. Valen comes back with a little bit more information on his own. Right. So um, apparently he's a captain of this thing. What is it? The Starlight Maiden.
0: Oh, that name sounds very familiar. With my old age and, and bad uh, note-keeping, I just absolutely forgot about that.
1: You also notice that Valen has come back with a um, very plain-looking hood, a hooded cloak that he is currently wearing.
0: All right, gents, to the brothel. What? Excuse me? What, where do you expect to find a pirate? A smuggler? A, scoun- a, a sea-savvy scoundrel?
2: Since when are we traveling with pirates?
0: Okay, who do you think is going to smuggle you in and a wanted criminal into a country
1: a smuggler that makes a lot more sense
0: uh-huh and what is another term for those individuals in such an industry pirate racism what what anyways everyone knows that he'd be in a brothel with a name like clem Fetchum, i feel like he's got a
2: lot of makeup for you know if sid ever found out that i went to a brothel i'd never hear the end of it
1: as you guys are making your way towards a brothel, those words very particular. Go ahead and roll a perception check for me.
0: 29, Charles Smith. 24.
1: As you are walking down towards the docks, you actually do know that there's a good number of taverns and a brothel right up near the docks, not but a few paces away. And amongst the various vessels that you see here, your eyes behold a portly ship with two masts and painted across its stern are the words Starlight Maiden. And as you make your way towards the bow, you see that there's a figure affixed to her bow, depicting a woman grasping a glowing lantern in her right hand, her gaze filled with longing as her left hand outstretches towards the horizon. Or rather, the ship that's actually right in front of it. But you know, there's, there's a point to be made here. Is that our ship? Maybe we don't have to go into a brothel at all. It's um... Possibility. Uh, uh, are
0: you scared of
1: I'm the not company? scared of a brothel. I'm scared of the company behind me. There's been glaring daggers into me.
0: Chalice glances over at Kelsey.
1: You can see that she's shaming you all.
0: Kelsey, you got a problem?
1: No, not at all. Everything's fine.
0: I mean, our, our boat's right there. I don't know what you could be so, like, irritated
1: about. Oh, yes. Well, don't look to your right, gentlemen. Everything you need is to your left.
0: All right, uh, we make our way over to the Starlight Maiden to see if there are any crew aboard.
1: You see that the gangplank is down currently.
0: Charles Smoot rides and up to the boat and looks to see if there's anyone affected to it.
1: You see that there are several crew members who seem to be moving across the deck. Uh, in particular, you do see, though, that there seems to be a young man with dark hair and wearing glasses, also seeming to wear some sort of traditional outfit that reminds you of Japanese culture. He seems to be sitting on one of the rails, kind of, like, looking out over the dock. He looks down and sees you, and just seems to be looking at you and watching you.
0: Charles Smoot turns back to the rest of his group. Guys, 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 guys I, I got this. I picked this up on the road. Oh, no. And Charles Smoot raises his right hand. Ho, oh, travelers! He raises? This... <laughs>
1: was this That was you? me. Who's calling me a ho? I'm trying to
0: remember when this started. Uh,
1: this is Varya, the elves. Oh, oh the travelers. That's right. Um, Oh, I thought he was really going to smooth this up. Mr. Finnebier, you should probably take over the talking from here.
2: Uh, I'll Allow me to introduce ourselves.
1: You guys are at the base of this boat. If anybody has any knowledge about boats, you could try oh, and yeah. determine its type.
2: All that boat knowledge. The Genealogy.
0: Well versed in boats. <laughs> Artistry. But, you know, it's boatology. It's very simple. It,
1: it could... looks like a cargo ship of some sort. Oh. So it is relatively lean, like in its it, it's portly in that it is wide, but it looks like it is going to be a fast ship. If for the audience at home, it is a cargo flute. It's
2: a flute. So introductions.
1: He tilts oh. his head at you oh. and just raises oh. an eyebrow as he kind of stands up. Walking over. We're uh,
2: Seekers. My name is Finnevere. This is Smoot. That's Kelsey. And this is uh, I uh, Sorry to bother
0: you. Uh, this is the Starlight Maiden. We had correspondence, and were told to come here and that Clem Fetchum, we would have a discussion with him and we'd be able to take his boat on a voyage or be passengers on his boat.
1: You see as he kind of just nods momentarily, looks down for a little bit, seems to sigh The captain is currently not available right now. However, if you would like, you may bring your things aboard and we can go and meet him.
0: All right, cool. Um, I mean, our things are us, so you don't really really have anything What about that? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't see that. He
1: gestures very pointedly towards the elk.
0: Oh, we forgot to mention, this is Cerulean. Oh, he's such a good boy. It's not a that, it's a he. Uh Uh-huh. Do you
1: have feed for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know. Uh, how, how, well, I was, yeah, I was also trying to figure out, like, how long this boat ride is anticipated to be.
1: That's a discussion you can have with
0: the captain. Okay, we'll see. Yeah, that, that's a thing, is I have about like, a week, maybe a week and a half of feed. I don't know if I need to go get more. Also, is food going to be provided for us? Is that part of our expense? Well, <sighs> oh, probably just best if we yeah.
2: Might even be able to talk to the quartermaster. They usually handle all forms of rations and uh, equipment and repairs. If you could point us in the direction of the captain, we would be happy to have this discussion with him. Be out of your hair. Hey, um, where am I, Mandis? And what, what was your name? Lang. Huh. Much obliged, Liang. Lang, um, where could we find the good captain?
1: You just see as he kind of shakes his head for a moment. I'm not sure you're going to want to see him in this state.
0: And why is that?
1: Well, let's just say, the captain finds himself quite busy at the moment.
0: Okay.
2: And? At the brothel,
1: He kind of just nods his head towards you.
0: I
2: knew it! Dang it, Smoot. Stop being right. That's not your thing.
0: We can't just walk in on a guy. That'd be so weird. What do you mean? I'm a 57-year-old biology teacher. I can walk in on anyone I want at any time. I've seen it all. No, please, please don't. What do you mean? You, you can stay here. Avert your eyes, Kelsey. In fact, you you, you better stay here. I don't want you seeing anything.
1: Right. Great idea. You stay. Right. How about you go? How about you go up on the nice ship?
0: And you're gonna leave her alone with smugglers and pirates and rapscallions?
1: She'll be fine. I. He just like looks around momentarily. She can take care of herself.
2: Finn wears an expression of. Shock and appallment at their complete lack of tact, Valen included.
0: Valen, are you saying you want to go to a brothel? I'm obligated to, in order to get things done.
2: All right, it's been decided. Smoot, uh, you'll be the Smoot, and Valen, you'll be the babysitter. Off with you.
1: Wait, what? Oh, ah. God, dang it!
0: Char, uh, Lang, which one? There's like eighteen brothels in this place. Do we look for the cheapest one? I feel like he has low standards. It's just a hunch.
1: No, I will say, if you hear a lot of screaming, it's right where he is. He just kind of turns around and just walks further back onto the ship.
2: You know I think? Smoot might find a friend.
0: The good kind or the bad kind! (laughs) (laughs) And Smoot just begins walking away.
2: Finn cannot look at Smoot for the foreseeable future.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: So, gentlemen, you make your way down this long path of brothels and taverns, and you do seem to happen upon one where there is a jovial amount of just, like,
0: screaming. Screaming. So the good kind...
1: What does that mean to you?
0: <laughs> what does it mean to you?
1: It sounds like somebody is having either way that way I say it, it. Sounds like somebody's having a really good time. <laughs>
2: They're having a lot of fun in there. Good for them.
1: It sounds like a very cheery and excited sort of yelling. Mm. As if someone is throwing a party. You hear music blasting and it's some quite catchy tunes. You both walk into a brothel, or really, tavern. And that is where we're going to end off on this week's episode of The Gate Chronicles.
0: What a time to be alive. Such <laughs> jovial screaming.
1: What a what a way to end the episode. And they both walked into a brothel.
2: Oh yeah, excited. It's the beginning of the greatest joke we've ever told. <laughs> <laughs> two, two Seekers walked into a brothel.
1: Woo! Alright, so... Thank you, Foundlings, for listening to this week's episode of The Gage Chronicles. We are so grateful that you have stuck around and have continued listening to our podcast. Again, we are so, so grateful. And guess what? Like I said earlier in the episode, thank you so much to our good friend Alex, who left us a nice rating on Spotify, because as soon as he did that, guess what? Our players got one relic slot
0: increase. Darn we did.
1: And if we get to a certain point and it's too many, um, we'll do something else. Maybe some bonus rolls or some interesting effects that can be applied to enemies.
0: Euro points. Hey, look at that. You, the audience, have control and the ability to manipulate the literal game mechanics of how we play. So yeah. enjoy that power. And I feel leave like us a rating and review.
1: It would definitely be a lot better if we were streaming. But we're not there yet. So. Honestly, we sound terrible when we're live, so don't listen to us there, (laughs) please. But anyway, again, thank you so much, and we want to give a big thank you and shout out to Michael Gelfi with Michael Gelfi Studios, Monument Studios, and Yvonne Dutch for allowing us to use their music and ambiance in today's session. Thank you, guys, and we will see you next next week on another chapter of The Gage Chronicles.
2: Bye, guys!
1: Bye! Bye. Bye Bye-bye!